0: What kind of seeds are you sowing? Why is it so green where you're from? It must be zamzos growing in your yard, garden, or barn. You've done it right, you see.
1: How's it going everybody? This is the Zamzo's Garden Show, and I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie. Today we're doing a pre recorded show, so we're not taking phone calls today, but we look forward to talking to you again soon. Uh I'm really excited today because I have in studio, I don't think I've done many of these, either pre-recorded or live, where I've had more than one guest. So this will be exciting. We'll see how it goes, but I'm really excited because I have Joss and Callie Zamzo both here with me, and uh, I'm really excited to talk to you guys. we're
0: excited to be here. Good morning, Nolan. Uh,
1: So we're gonna talk today about Humagreen because it is, I think, one of the, I think Zamzo's has always had like unique products. Like I think that's one of the reasons Zamzo's is, is like sets, is set apart from uh, other people in the Treasure Valley, really in the world, in my opinion. But w- this one in particular, I think, is one of the more, I-, I don't know if it's one of the most unique or at least one of the more unique products that we carry in our stores. Right. What, what, how do you guys, w- what, in the ranking of products, where would you put, <laughs> you had to pick a favorite today. So what, where would you put Humagreen in your favorite products?
0: Well, the show's
1: about humor so I'm kind number one. <laughs> 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 Got to be top five for me. I just, top for five, sure, right? Definitely. Right. So I, you know, y- y- the thing is, green is so is because it's so unique. I think a lot of people will never like not really understand like what it is or what it's about. And so I wanted to first address that, like what what is green, Why is it such a different product from everything else out there? Really, I mean, really different from everything else we sell in the store. Uh, there's really not a product that does what it does, uh, so I don't know, Josh. What do you? How do you usually go about answering that question? Well, I,
2: I think the best way to describe it is uh, we've got a, a a humate base. Which if you if you're not familiar with what a humate is, imagine uh, an ancient dinosaur age swamp where plants grew and died and grew and died and piled up over a long, long time and kind of compressed down. And if we gave it another uh, million years and some pressure, we'd have coal and another million years and pressure, we'd have diamonds, but we're just short of that. So we've got a concentrated, Think of it like a, a an ancient compost deposit, yeah. uh, where where a lot of the fluff and compost has kind of been uh, bled off over time, and and so you've this 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 humate, and then to that we've added some iron, some non-staining iron, and and the combination of those two. uh uh, work wonders on grass to help get us that green and and a lot of the other features but but when people say what is it that's basically what it is it's concentrated compost together with some iron
1: right so it's got uh and i that's what i think that's one of the things that i've always kind of keyed in on is that it's humus or humate which uh is the end product of your your uh, compost, compost yeah. pile. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like if yeah, you're things
0: breaking down, but it's to a point now where you can't recognize what it was originally.
1: Right. Yeah. Actually, absolutely. So you're, you're, it's basically uh, the oldest compost pile that <laughs> is around. So um, I, I'm always interested in like where, uh, where these things come from. Like how did we get to that? And how did Zamzos find something out, find this out and like think that it was a big deal? Callie, do you remember like, stories around the house of uh, Jim uh, I say Jim like your dad uh, you know talking about human green or ever like getting excited about something like that oh
0: yeah for sure in fact uh, Joss and I were just joking around about the fact that when we were little when dad first discovered this process and, and put decided to put it together he wanted to see whether it would stay in the sidewalk like yeah like regular iron products would and so he and he knew he already knew that it wouldn't, and he already knew that the other one would. But he wanted the pictures, so he went on our driveway, our home driveway, and he put the piles there, and then washed it and got it wet and and let you know let it kind of seep in, and then after we washed it off, of course, the the huma green did not stain, right. and the other iron product did. And gosh, Joss, I think the stain was there for ten years. Yeah, think, yeah. yeah at least. Mom was not happy. <laughs> <At least. laughs>
1: I get the feeling there's a lot of uh, stories like that where uh, dad had to do something and and mom maybe wasn't as uh, excited about the, uh, the process.
0: <laughs> I, I, would, I would say that's true. <laughs> and I,
1: I think, you know, one of the things that,
2: uh, that we forget is at that time um, the, the national brand, I, we don't have to talk about the name, but the national brand iron product was something that we were – we were selling, it was one of the biggest, most important products that we sold at Zamzos. I mean, we used to sell truckloads of this product. And and so we heard a rumor, dad heard a rumor that the state of Washington had filed a lawsuit against this company uh, because they were claiming they were they were heavy metals in the product that were not safe. Mm. And um, the state of Idaho didn't have any information about it. The state of Idaho was not involved in any kind of a lawsuit. And, and we, we weren't actively, uh, the internet was not a thing. We didn't <laughs> right. have access to that. So yeah. it was just a rumor. and And dad was very concerned because he said, I don't want to be selling truckloads of a product that has potential danger, and, and sure. so I remember him saying, will you get a sample of that and take it to the lab, and, and uh, but don't tell them what's in it. Don't tell them what brand it is or anything else like that. Let's just send it to the lab and ask them to check for the lead and the cadmium and the arsenic and and whatnot, and, and just see what they say. And w- you know, when those results came back, it was clear that we needed to find a better solution. and uh, And, You know I've always felt proud because what a lot of companies would have done is they would have said this is one of our biggest sellers and it's not against the law Idaho's not suing them Uh, you know why don't we wait until this is a real problem here but he was proactive when he created Humigreen and he didn't wait for the problem to come to Idaho before we started working on a solution
1: yeah that's I mean that's awesome stuff and that's one of the reasons I have just always appreciated Zamzo's it reminds me of the story Uh, when they started putting like urea in cattle feeds and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, your, your dad was just, no, we're not going to do that. It's not right. And, and ended up losing a lot of business because it wasn't good for the animal.
0: Lost all of our cattle business. And that was, that was a biggest part of what we were doing at the time. So it was yeah that was very difficult it's, but it's made all the difference now
1: i mean well right i mean i, I think it, it you make up for it when you do the right thing obviously so uh it's very good yeah Humagreen is is awesome and uh so what other things like come to mind when you're you know you you're talking to somebody and and, and they're just having an issue with their lawn what's what's the thing about Humagreen? like one word uh What's going to get somebody to just understand what Humigreen is going to do? Can it even be done in one word?
2: (laughs) Well, I, I think if you wanted the short explanation, this is everything else that your lawn needs that you're not going to get from lawn food. And it doesn't matter if it's our brand, Scott's, whatever brand, this piece, this one component is something that adds to the picture of what your lawn needs but it's not going to get those things any other place so so it serves a role it doesn't replace your lawn food yeah but it it fills in the gaps that are missing no matter which product you're using regular old you know farm and garden brand weed and feed <laughs> huma sure. can be used together with it and adds to the picture Absolutely. So,
1: okay, fantastic. So we've got a couple of other things we're going to talk about uh, when it comes to green After the break, we're going to talk about something uh, that is is kind of fascinating. It might be a little too sciency, but the carbon to nitrogen ratio and why that's important. And then also, I'd like to know more about like how, why your dad even thought that it was a thing, not just an iron product, but something else. Like I know there's a story behind. How we started thinking that this was kind of the way to go, and then I also wanted to talk about like just other ways that we can use it. Because I know I've got a few stories, and I've heard some of your stories as well, like different things that you do or have done with Humagreen, and and I think it's it just really seals the deal. Like it's a very versatile product, and while we sell it all mainly for lawns, it can be done used for a lot of different things, and it does well for just about everything. So we're going to talk about those things here as we come back here on the Zamzo's Garden Show on KBOI. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk KBOI. Hi,
3: this is Joss Zamzo, and if you have brown spots in your lawn that popped up this summer and need to be replanted, Zamzo's has just what you need to fix them fast. The secret is our new Zamzo's Spot Regrow, the all-in-one mulch, grass seed, and soil neutralizer that regrows your grass in just two weeks and Zamzo's Spot Regrow is easy to use. Just loosen and smooth the soil, then shake on Zamzo's Regrow using one cup per square foot. Water once per day to keep the soil moist till the grass reaches three inches tall and you're done. For larger patches or an entire lawn, Zamzo's has an array of different types of grass seed, by the bag or in bulk. And we have a variety of ways to cover and protect your seed. Remember, September is the best time to plant a lawn. The soil is warm, but the nights and evenings are cool. So if you're tired of seeing brown spots in your lawn, Zamzo's has what you need to turn them green. So come see us. 13 stores to serve you, including Tuna across from the park.
0: Nobody knows like Zamzo.
4: News
1: dedicated to you. Pride is held on the heels of the Northern Idaho Pride Alliance event in June, where police arrested 31 Patriot Front members. The KBOI
3: Newsroom, keeping you informed. ISP reports while providing traffic control. Around 8.30 a.m., the trooper was struck by a passing vehicle. Along with our partners at
4: CBS2. Colby Ryan had a court appearance Wednesday morning on two counts of domestic violence, sexual assault.
3: On News Talk KBOI.
1: All right, we are back for part two of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie, and with me today I have Joss and Callie Zamzo. They're both in studio with me today. And we're uh we are doing a pre-recorded show, so we're not doing uh taking any calls today. If you have questions throughout the week, you can always reach out to us at zamzos.com or you can uh, ask us a question, send us a picture on uh, Facebook or Twitter. I'm always uh, keeping an eye out on those things and we'll answer your questions as they come up. And uh, if you find that helpful we 're always around so uh, we're talking about humor green, and it's probably i would we, we, what did we decide it's top five for Joss <laughs> Callie took the easy road and said it 's her <laughs> favorite i think it's i think it's uh, i 'm more along the lines of joss i think it's like one of my top fives, although some of my top fives we don 't even sell anymore uh, but that's that 's neither here nor there so um I wanted to talk about. Uh, there's a story I remember hearing uh, about uh your dad jim uh talking to a farmer out in cuna I believe it was is that is that what it was uh what was i don 't remember his name but it 's probably not as important but there was uh there was there was something to that conversation that kind of sparked your dad's interest and he brought up a, an interesting idea of this carbon to nitrogen. Ratio and what that means and why it's important. So I was wondering, Josh, can you explain kind of what that is and why it's something that's important for people's lawns and gardens? And
2: Yeah, I, I think the reality is that a lot of people think of the dirt as this mechanical, uh, you know, it's, it's all ground rock, and, and the reality yeah. is it's alive. And the more we can do to stimulate that life, the better everything works. And, uh, and so w- the, the concept of carbon to nitrogen ratio is one of those things that's critical. Um, if you can get uh, the ratio between 12 to 1 and 20 in 1 of carbon to nitrogen, okay. um, you will have the optimal performance for those bacteria to really thrive. Right. And that's independent of
1: what they want to eat. And that's, and that's interesting because that's, that's a lot of carbon. Right. like that's that's a lot of one of those things and a lot less of one of the other and you need a lot more of the carbon and a lot less of the nitrogen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah right so the car so you so you want to have more carbon in the soil and uh you balance that with nitrogen so we, um there's always what's the thing your dad always said the the microbes eat at the table first right. is they that always right?
2: they always eat at the table first they they're going to balance that ratio first with whatever they have available and people who have put too much compost on their garden and just found they couldn't get anything to grow have experienced that you know you, if you if things don't don't go well you get that ratio off the 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 microbes will steal all of the nitrogen to try to balance it and the plants don't have any uh and so that's i think we see that in compost callie is is the compost person <laughs> <laughs>
0: I could—I sense a, a funny joke, but we'll yeah. keep that. <laughs> uh. But yes, exactly. And I think that's most people can relate to it uh, when you're if you have ever tried to do a compost pile. And and I don't know if you guys ever did it without studying anything. But the first time that people do it, a lot of times it's like, oh, I'm going to take all my grass clippings and I'm going to put them in a pile and I'm going to create yeah. a compost pile. And then they're like, it won't break down. Yeah. What's going on? And- can
1: confirm that is exactly how I started. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> and right. then
0: and then somebody suggested you add a little bit of add some leaves, add some or as we say, add some brown to your grain right. and try to balance that. And as soon as you do that all of a sudden you kind of mix it up and you see that the it, the thing starts to break down and you're getting you're getting compost a lot more quickly yeah. and that's that's kind of what joss is talking about is that balance so that the microbes can can begin to break things down and have things operate the way that they're supposed to
1: right so you need to you're feeding the microbes which in turn break things down and start to use things that then the plants can use and they go crazy right Absolutely. and
2: he, in a lawn you, this is a completely unique scenario because you're farming a crop mm, right. right so you've yeah. got turf grass um and you in this particular case you're harvesting once a week <laughs> and you never rotate right and every time you harvest you're pulling carbon out and you're throwing it in the trash to take up to to the to the landfill so you're pulling carbon pulling carbon pulling carbon and when we go to fertilize We're only putting back nitrogen. So we are because of this, the way we're farming this grass, we are robbing that ground of carbon. And, and it's why you take huma green, which is mostly carbon and put it on and it, and people describe it. It's like a magic wand. When you put that carbon down on the ground, all of a sudden, everything else starts to work. The, the nitrogen that was previously applied and the microbes kick into gear i mean it 's like magic here a uh, little bit of a little bit of humorine on a lawn that 's been over fertilized and it 's like magic
1: yeah it is it is pretty amazing to see just the turnaround and the 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 difference that carbon makes overall to the overall health. And color and look to the rest to the lawn in in all your plants really uh, is is pretty amazing. I've I've run into situations where someone would put huma green down and they didn't see a lot happen for a few weeks. And I think that's and Joss maybe or in Cali you probably know you you guys are both super smart and went to college. <laughs> uh, uh, but if you know when you when you just have the carbon and you don't have the nitrogen you don't get as much result, right? So it's still that balance. You've got to have both things in the proper supply, which is why the lawn food is uh, still needed when you're using Humigreen. Just like even in the compost pile, you got to have some sort of fuel for them to do their work and be active. Right, if there's one time uh, that
2: I've seen the product not work as well, it's usually because they put it on and it works so well the first time that they say to heck with anything else. In the fall, I'm gonna do more huma green and it works pretty good the second time. And then they say, well, I'm just gonna quit buying anything else, mm-hmm. I'm right. so only gonna use now. huma green and, and they start loading up, the nitrogen level is not high enough, the carbon level gets up yeah, and then they come in and, and accuse us of changing the formula after so they've used it, you know, three or four right. times in a row, the fifth time, and it doesn't cause the green. And so then they go put down a regular lawn food and then wham, yeah. here it comes, you know, because they get their ratio right yeah. and things are back on track. So it's it's a perfect product to be added to what you're also doing.
1: Yeah, and I think, Callie, you were mentioning you apply it every time you fertilize or just about every time you fertilize?
0: Yeah, I, I apply it a few times a year. A yeah. few times. Mm-hmm. So, I don't yeah. do it every time, but I, yeah.
1: I would imagine every time, probably... I mean, you need a. You, <laughs> 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 you're going to need you go through a couple mowers to get right. that one done because right. there's just so much grass and it's so thick and green. Uh, you end up uh, causing <laughs> causing a lot of lawnmower repair throughout I the a year.
2: Right, and and I, I think you you know, you don't don't underestimate the, the reality that when you put it on, whatever you put on last time, you're going to get more out of it. And whatever you put on next time will also work better. Yeah. So so you, you you get this benefit and like I say it doesn't matter where you put on your whichever product you put on in in March or 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 May, you can put HumoGreen down and you'll get more out of what you you did apply and and more of what you put on in September when you do it again.
1: Yeah, so it just it keeps working and it keeps building up in the soil. And there's uh, a lot of added benefit. And I think we'll get to that here in, an, in another second or in the next segment of the show. Uh, because I know it, it's not just good for the lawn, it's good for lots of other things. And it does more than just green up the lawn. So we'll get into that here in just a moment on the Zamzos Garden Show. This is a pre recorded episode we are doing with Joss and Callie. We're talking about one of our more unique products that we have in the store and this time of year which is a summer a lot of people are looking to green the grass up without causing a lot of growth and hold on to moisture and and we're going to get into some of those other things here in just a moment on the zamzo's garden show on kboi
0: the zamzo's garden show will be back
3: right here on news talk kboi Hi, this is Joss Zamzo, and September's a great time to give your trees, shrubs, and roses the one-two punch. Zamzo's Tree and Shrub Insect Control and Zamzo's Thrive applied together. The reason you want to apply both of these products together in the fall is to give them time to work next spring. You see, Zamzo's Tree and Shrub Insect Control is a systemic liquid you pour around the base of your tree, and it moves up the branches at about one foot per day. Zamzo's Thrive not only feeds and nourishes your tree now, but Thrive stays in the soil, helping your tree to wake up healthy and well-nourished. Oh, and there's another reason to apply both of these great products in the fall. Because now, when you buy the quart-sized bottle of Zamzo's Tree and Shrub and the one-gallon-sized Thrive, you get both for just $39.99, a savings of $12. But don't wait, it's been a long, hot summer. So feed your trees, shrubs, and roses now with Zamzo's Thrive. And then protect them from chewing and sucking insects for one full year with Zamzo's Tree and Shrub.
0: Nobody knows
1: All right, we are back for part 3 of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I am your host Nolan Guthrie and with me today is Joss and Callie Zamzo and I'm really excited to have them here and get a chance to talk about uh something really cool. I always I like talking to you guys because you have these, you know, weird little stories about. And some of <laughs> most of them we can't say on air, but uh, <laughs> uh but you you I you know, I always get these cool little insights and things that uh are just really fascinating, and Kelly, you while we were uh, getting ready for this segment, you have some very old-looking paper
0: <laughs> here, yeah. and
1: you were talking. Um tell Tell me what again what that was uh, that was about,
0: yeah, so this actually was this came through this week, and dad doesn 't you know he 's not involved with <laughs> yeah. any of this. he planning had no here. idea we were doing this right, yeah. so he but he just um he came across he was doing some cleaning, and he came across some some paperwork that he had I just was like late seventies early eighties and right. and so I was just thumbing through it as we were preparing for this i 'm like, wow, this all totally applies because mm. it 's talking about applying humus, and these are. Um, these are soil tests that he, do- he had mm. done and sent out for testing. And so here's one where they had one gram of soil where soybeans were being grown. And they added the humus, uh, the, the, which is huma green that we're using now. Yeah. And it increased the microorganisms 873%. And that <sighs> happened in only 48 hours.
1: 873% yeah. in... And, and, in 48, 48 hours. hours. That's, that's so it's just amazing.
0: life creating life. Yeah. It's amazing. And that's like, there's another one here where it's like 5,900%. And so this was, yeah, I guess it was rice soil that he had that, that they were treating. 5,900% <laughs> increase in the microbes over I, the control.
1: It's, it's hard to believe that something... Could grow that quickly. I mean, I guess bacterias and things like that, they just they just do when there's the right stuff there. For when
0: they you. have the right substrate. Yeah. And
1: that's and, and it's incredible to just like think about like that. That's what you're doing when you do, when you put this out on your lawn. You're increasing the life. Like you said, Cal, life creating life. Yeah. It's, it's food for everything that's in your soil, not just the grass, not just the trees and the shrubs and your in your vegetables, but those those really important beneficial microorganisms. Absolutely. Um, OK, so, yeah, and that's really awesome. Now, along with that, one of the things that's really interesting, there's a lot of kind of side benefits to huma green. Uh, that, you know, we don't, t- we might not talk about it as much. It's like, it's more like these are, this is how, <laughs> how it's made. Not nec- it's not the sizzle. <laughs> is that how it goes? It's not the sizzle of the steak. It's, right. it's what went into the steak. Uh, but they are really helpful and really ben- beneficial. I think, uh, along with the, the microorganisms, the thing that it, one of the things it really helps with is reduce thatch in the lawn. As you, uh, uh, maybe we need to. Do we need to talk about what thatch is? That might be a good idea to just talk about what thatch is. What do you usually go for there, John? You, you got.
2: You have the undigested grass clippings in effect right at the surface, but you also have roots that come up there because you've got a a mat of warm, wet. Uh, uh, material there that's, you know, so that the roots can come up and get their moisture there. Yeah. Uh, but, but the reality is if you, you know, it, it seems counterintuitive. What people want to do is de-thatch their lawn and rip all that stuff out of there. Yeah. But if you put down some humigreen right on top of that thatch, it melts away. And in fact, a lot of the nurseries that, that I've worked with in Eastern Idaho, um, they, they sell humigreen, uh, and they don't even talk about the, anything other than just the dethatching nature of really it. that that's the that's the biggest thing is is they they sell it first thing is this is a critical thing. You put this treatment down just to keep the thatch out of your lawn, mm. and, and they don't even discuss the other pieces of it or even use it in the hot part of the summer it's It's works so well for that that 's all they do
1: is just apply human green just to keep the thatch out of right, it right right yeah that's pretty incredible because thatch is one of those things that you know when it when it builds up, your lawn really starts to stress you mm-hmm. get chinch bugs you get uh, water stress, lot, lots of things happen. So keeping thatch under control is a major component to keeping your lawn healthy in the long term. So the other thing that uh, I I think we we it seemed like we focused more on this when I first started with Amzos, uh, but I, it's always been something that you know anybody who's worked for the company for a long time always knows this. But also how much it helps hold moisture in the soil and uh i was wondering if joss you could talk about uh like what what is it about that humic that helps hold moisture
2: well the 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 structure the carbon itself that piece of it holds water but i think the the piece of it that that Callie mentioned that where every single bacteria every organism that's in that soil has moisture in and around its body a mucilaginous substance all the way around itself and all the the inside the cell membrane all that moisture is available to plants when those things die Mm. and they're constantly growing and dying and by expanding that you're putting at a microscopic level this storage tank of moisture that is available to plants when they need it that when that bacteria is not there is absent and when you're talking about trillions in your
1: lawn, it, it's a lot of water.
0: Uh, you know, my daughter always likes to make slime. Just talk about putting
1: <laughs> right.
0: huma green out on your lawn and just let the micros hum- make humi-green it. Huma
1: green slime is the next <laughs> YouTube fad? Exactly. Okay, uh, Let's not go there because I had plenty of it around my house for uh, the time that it was popular. Um, so uh, so it, it, it helps dethatch. It helps hold water. Uh, what are some of the other uh, just general benefits? Uh, I mean, why, why is it that we, we promote it so much in the summer, Kelly? You know,
0: it also contains a whole bunch of minerals, the, the oh, micro yeah. and the trace minerals that people don't talk about very much, but that the lawn needs, humans also, animals. We all need these the minerals that are micro and micro trace amounts, just the tiniest, tiniest right. bit. But those are the things that can be te- key elements to bringing health. So it, it part of what's in that this that wonderful rich humus are these, you know, these micro and trace minerals. Yeah. That are, you know, boron, things like that. I mean, we're talking <laughs> about boron. It's a fun <laughs> word to say. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. And those are the things where um, you don't you don't think about them until they're gone. Like, you don't really notice anything until it's not there. Right. And then you start noticing a lot of issues. And
0: truth be told, you're not going to measure it, probably. Somebody's not going to come out to your lawn and say, oh, you know what? You're mm. a little bit short in manganese. <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. But what you do is you yeah. put down the It It's there now all of a sudden. And now you'll notice problems go away that you couldn't diagnose otherwise. Because you're yeah. not going to diagnose a manganese or a, mag- manganese or a boron deficiency. Yeah not likely going to do that.
2: (laughs) You know, we can't lose track of the simple reality that we want our lawns green. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very difficult in Idaho to fertilize when it gets above 90. You can burn even by a slight accidental overlap or any kind of spill. You'll burn that grass and it'll be dead until next year. You just don't have any leeway because those plants are drinking a lot of water and the fertilizer dissolves in the moisture there in the soil. So if it's drinking a lot of water, it's going to get a lot of fertilizer right. and you burn on accident with any kind of fertilizer, but with huma green, you can't burn. Uh, so, so you've got that perfect product to put down when it's a hundred, you can put huma green down, get the green that you really want without burning.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's something that we, uh, the The grass can't help plants can't help but they have to drink and if the fertilizer's there they have to take that with them right. and so that's where you get too much growth and that causes bug disease problems all sorts of things so i i like that you mentioned how you can't burn with it you can't in like you know cali you put it on almost every other mm-hmm. time you fertilize mm-hmm. so you can't overdo it as long as you're balancing all that stuff out uh, you're you're going to be in good shape and uh, things are going to work out. It's yeah. going to look nice. Right. <laughs> and you're going to save a little bit of water and not have to dethatch because dethatching is probably one of the worst jobs uh, yeah. it really uh, when it comes to a lawn. So, all right, we are uh, talking about Humigreen. green. We're going to come back for one more segment. We've got a few things uh, to cover left here with Joss and Callie Zamzo on this pre recorded episode of the Zamzo's Garden Show, and we will be right back here on KBOI. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on Newstalk
4: KBOI. Hi, this is Jim Zamzo, and Zamzo's Fundamentals Frisbee Fest is back for our 30th year, Saturday, September 17th at 11am at Ann Morrison Park. And in case you're new to the Valley, Zamzo's Fundamentals Frisbee Fest is a frisbee catching contest for dogs, sponsored by Zamzo's new Fundamentals line of dog food and Fox 9 television. Come join us and watch dogs of all sizes and breeds compete in distance and style for some great prizes. The Idaho Humane Society will be there for the 30th year staffing the event. And a local 4-H group will be serving hot dogs and Pepsi for a donation. To enter your dog, just stop by any of our 13 Zamzos. Cost is $15 a dog, and each entry receives an official 2022 Frisbee and a t-shirt. Oh, and spectators are free, so bring a blanket or lawn chair. Then we'll see you Saturday, September 17th at 11 a.m. at Ann Morrison Park for the 30th annual Zamzos Fundamentals Frisbee Fest, sponsored by Fox 9 Television and your friends right here at Zamzo's.
1: All right, we are back for part four of the Zamzos Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie. We are doing a pre-recorded show today, so we're not taking any phone calls. But if you have questions throughout the week, if something comes up in the lawn or the garden you're not sure about, you can always bring a sample into the store, or you can snap a picture of it and add it to uh, put it up on Facebook and uh, tag us in it, and uh, I will be sure to find that and answer any of those questions you might have. Uh, You can also email us at zamzos at zamzos.com, I can answer those questions for you there as well. So, we've been talking about huma green. I've got Joss and Callie Zamzo here with me today, which uh thank you both for taking some time out to come hang out with me a little yeah, bit and talk fun. about some of this stuff. Uh I always enjoy getting to hear uh you know the stories about things and and some of them I actually got to be a part of. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh or you know I got to experience. I'll be on the tail end of some of them, but um we were just talking about how uh Early on with Humagreen, they used to put Thrive in it, Thrive being probably one of the others that's in the top five of favorite products. Uh, but they used to is – that, is that what they used to – yeah.
2: what was you, the process Well, there? So whenever you take this powdered Humate, when you're trying to make those little balls, they call that a prill. And, um, and so typically, uh, when you're trying to make a prill out of a powder, you add water and the water droplets kind of grab a little bit of, of, of whatever you're prilling and they make a snowball and they kind of pile up. And so dad, of course, was formulating this product, uh, saying, you know, what would be the dream? And, and so he said, instead of water, let's use thrive to prill it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and because, you know, we're going to have the kind of the best of both worlds, but it ended up being a terrible disaster (laughs) uh, because exactly what we wanted to have happen in your lawn happened in the bag. And we had um, these bags of Humigreen that were heating up I mean, getting so hot that you couldn't hold onto the bag, the composting process was going and it actually ate the bag. Yeah. Like it dissolved the bag and you'd go to pick them up and they would just come apart <laughs> like they'd been in a compost pile. Uh, and so we had to go back and pull the Thrive out. And it still is one of the secret weapons. A lot of the long time employees, if they've got a tree that's stressed or something, they'll do them together. Yeah. Um, or, or if you have that ultra competitive uh, lawn keeper that's just wants their grass greener you do huma green on a really tight line and you come over the top with thrive uh, n- right along the line with the watering can and, and the lawn blows up right there, yeah. there it's a really powerful it just doesn't work in the bag
1: <laughs> it does work really well and it's fun. i you know i i started with Zamzos a while ago at the uh first uh the old Nampa store before it got rebuilt and i remember uh that first couple weeks somebody said hey go grab a bag of humigreen it's out in the barn and I went out there and I picked the bag up and as I picked it up my hands just basically kind of went through it Yeah. <laughs> and I ended up with like just, you know, a bunch of humogreen in my hands. Like that was all that was there. I was like, what is going on? They're like, yeah, it does that. <laughs> <laughs> so humogreen and thrive, the the secret weapon to anybody who wants the ultimate green lawn. It is uh super fantastic. Okay. So a couple of other things I wanted to talk about. I uh I'd like to know like what people use huma green for, not just in the lawn, but like in other situations. So I, uh, again, early in my career at Zamzo's, I had, a, uh, my, my first house sprinklers broke and I was too lazy to go out there and fix them right away and ended up getting really hot. And I was, I'm totally new, totally new. I think it was probably my, gosh, it probably was my first summer here at Zamzo's or just in Idaho. And I'm used to Portland weather, it's just completely <laughs> different. And the lawn just got just baked and a big section of lawn died. And I remember I was, you know, I, I, I fixed the sprinklers and then I went to, uh, get some seed, but I didn't have anything else to put down with the seed. And it was still pretty hot. It was like still, it was probably like maybe late June, close to July, uh, getting hot. And I thought, man, I want to, I really want to get this seed down, but I don't have anything else. I do have that bag of huma grain and I had this idea of how you would uh, – uh, what do they do when you inoculate peas, you know, and you put yeah. it in the – I had this idea that maybe it would kind of do the same thing because I knew, you know, kind of these these biological things were happening. So I thought maybe it would help with that. And I put it – I put the seed down, and then I went over it with Humigreen and the sprinklers, however it was, you know, just watering. And I was – blown away at how much faster it came up usually grass takes about 10 days 14 days i think it was up within seven days and within that 14 days i was already mowing it it just it grows so fast it just blew up like you know joss was saying and i it was that was just humor grain. and yeah. i've recommended that ever since it's it's everything
0: it, that we're talking about is is all summarized in what you just said so it provides that moisture that the seed needs it provides those nutrients it provides that it improves the life the life then is yeah. helping to get that stimulate the seed to make it go quicker and ha- establish the root system can establish yeah. more quickly
1: all of it. Yeah. yeah. And I did that in, in, in the time of the year where you wouldn't usually right. plant seed and it did just fine. It went crazy. And I was so impressed uh, with doing that, so what are some of the other things that you like, Callie? What do you? What other things do you like to use huma green for, or have uh, you used it for? I,
0: I love it in pots. I mm. love it because I, life in the soil type tends to you know, or in pots when yeah. you put in your potting soil, it tends to. we've all seen that our pots get kind of that weird crunchy soil that's like just (laughs) lifeless and of course that's the the plants begin to look that way as well so both inside in my house plants yeah and then also outside in like in my flowering pots and whatnot to revitalize I I use it there but I'm also the one I I wasn't kidding in the commercial I really am willy-nilly when I apply it to my lawn it goes everywhere I just I don't even Worry about. I do a lot of that kind of like fast push thing where it just sort of shoots it,
1: <laughs> <laughs> shoots it out. The, yeah, 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 yeah. We get that extra, <laughs> that loops. extra little oomph to exactly. it to get it into that corner that you don't ever exactly. Visit, right? So
0: I, yeah, I put it everywhere.
1: Yeah. I love it. Josh, do you have any weird times you've tried to use humogre? Like I,
2: the, I think people that decide they want to do core aeration. Yeah, you know, oh, you yeah. you pull cores in the fall, early in the spring. You know put down heavy huma green after that and get it down into those holes yeah uh it that that takes that kind of a temporary cultural change you're making and it turns it into something that affects change long term yeah in the lawn and so i i would stress like never do a core aeration without adding huma green it, it changes the game for that yeah
1: i had uh yeah i would have similar situation growing when i went to school you know learning about these sort of things Uh, The first time I ever used a core area, it was on a golf course green and they, you know, just top dressed with sand Mm because that's what they do there. Uh, But, you know, he was the the instructor was saying, you know, you should always put something down after that. And I used to for years it was just compost, get a yard of compost and spread it over there. But that is such a, a hassle to get compost over your lawn. It's mm-hmm. just, it takes forever and it's just way too much work. And I started recommending the same thing. If you're gonna core aerate, if you're going to, uh, you know, do a thatch or you're gonna overseed, that's mm-hmm. another really good place to do it. Get Humigreen on, on top of it because it's going to do so much stuff. Uh, and especially with core aeration, I think it's one of those. If you don't do anything after core aeration, if you just pull the plugs and leave them, you're just you're kind of wasting your time. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't change anything. So, OK, well, we are just about out of time. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Joss and Callie. Uh, we've been talking about Humigreen and what it does in the lawn. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. And it's just there's a lot of good things that come uh, to the lawn, to the garden, whatever it is, wherever you want to apply humagreen, Really just go go crazy with it. <laughs> I mean, you can use it everywhere, um, maybe not in a fish tank. I don't know. If, don't, eat uh, <laughs> don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't brush your teeth with it. Uh, that's probably not going to help you out very much. But uh, when it comes to lawns, gardens. Uh, really everything that's growing around your house, go ahead and give it some uh, Give it try some humic green because yeah. like, that's one of the things that's great about it. You can just try it somewhere and see what happens because chances are you're going to see something amazing and Absolutely. that's uh, that's what you know Thrive and uh Humigreen are kind of both that way. You know, you just, just go ahead and try it. It's, right it's, and
2: right now is the time. Now Do it is the time. now.
1: All right. Thanks a lot for tuning in everybody. We are out of time. We will talk to you again soon here on the Zamzo's Garden Show on KBOI.
3: Hi this is Josh Samzo, and you've been hearing my dad Jim Zamzo talk about how Zamzo's Lawn Food and Zamzo's Humagreen are better together. Heck I remember as a kid him perfecting the formula for Zamzo's Lawn Food. Humagreen was even more amazing because it's not a fertilizer, yet it turns your lawn a deep dark green thanks to the natural iron and essential trace minerals that are in every bag. Plus Zamzo's Humagreen improves the soil every time you apply it, along with adding humus that helps your lawn retain moisture, and with many irrigation systems shutting down. Down for the season, now's a great time to apply Humagreen. It's also time for Step 4 of the Zamzo's Lawn Program, which is a light application of Zamzo's Lawn Food. Remember, you don't have to be on our Lawn Program to apply Zamzo's Lawn Food or Humagreen. And right now, when you pick up or purchase your Zamzo's Lawn Food, you get $5 off every 50-pound bag of Humagreen you buy. So if you want to improve the soil and help your lawn retain moisture, apply Zamzo's Lawn Food and Zamzo's Humagreen. They truly are better together.